What's going on, Canes fans? All Canes Radio Podcast. I'm your boy, Brian Monroe. We're back in the building at All Canes. With my boy letting next to me give me a dirty look. I don't know. I don't know if I did something already. Did I do something already? You good? You're just making me laugh today. Okay, Harry. Everything good with you? Everything is great, man. I just finalized deals for a big party in Atlanta. Look at y'all. A big time for a Bama game. Big time. Oh. Beat Bama Bash. Ooh. Beat okay, Bama Bash. Yes, sir. It's going to be at the Buckhead Saloon. Everything's Buckhead there. Have you guys Only in Buckhead. Have you guys been to um Atlanta yeah. recently? Uh, no, not recently. Oh, my God. It is amazing. Really? They've done a great job. I mean, from what, what happened when we went to the Peach Bowl compared to what it is now, you, I mean, high-end shops, restaurants, it's sick. They've done a great job. I so plan you, on going it's up. It's always been pretty cool. You plan on going up? Yeah. Yeah, you got some tickets already? Eh, it doesn't seem to be a problem to get a ticket. I no, just need to plenty. P- p- pull the trigger and buy them. I just haven't done it yet. All Canes Radio is one of our sponsors, so there we're happy go. about that. You That's know, good. Get some pub for us. That's great. There good you go. Know. Everybody you that you see up there, come. Yeah. for sure, if I'm not working, I'll be there. Okay. Hopefully. We need you there. Maybe. I, you know, we, we're getting a lot of players. I, I Working out, trying to get the players back there as well. All right. Give me the location one more time. It's at the Buckhead Saloon. Now, is there anywhere, any place that fans can sign up already or we, just look we, out? We'll be releasing that. Well, by the time this go- comes out, it'll be available on our website. Okay. Emails and everything else. But Perfect. it's kind of exciting. You know, we, we did awesome. a pretty good job. Uh, we're looking at getting Michael Irvin back as our special guest. And, uh, well, how do you know it is? A little bit of that. He's kind of quiet and, you know, (laughs) reserved when he talks to the fans. He'll he'll keep things tame up there. That video from Florida still is um, (laughs) my boy sweating all over the stage. (laughs) Uh, The other voice you hear, obviously, is Platon, Mr. Pro Canes himself. My brother, what's good? Everything's good. Everything's good. No you ain't sweating out there with the button up on and stuff like that. It's like 106 degrees out. It was a little toasty. Uh, yesterday I was sweating. I haven't really been outside today, so I'm, I'm keeping it cool. Man, it is. It's hot, though. Something Summertime serious in Miami, out right? there. It's, it's yeah. hot. You know, our guest today, he definitely had some defenses sweating back in his day at Miami. We got running back from 1998 to 2001, Najee Davenport. Najee, what's going on, my brother? What's going on, everybody? Everybody good? Hey, man, you know, we just chilling. We, you know, trying to stay cool. And in my opinion, it's hot as hell outside right now. I'm trying to stay in all the AC I can. It's really hot. What about yourself? It's it's, it's like 95 degrees outside. It's hot. Are you still in South Florida? Yeah. Okay, so you know exactly what we're dealing with now. He's got a kid that he's got to take to practice uh, soon. And and what do you do, Najee? Do you you, you have a tent that you put out there? You got one of those big old hats, an umbrella? Stay in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Smart man. Smart man. See, that was going to be my next question. Are you one of the dads that just sit back and chills, or are you one of the dads on the sideline screaming at your son and and the rest of the players? No, I'm more more chill. Uh, His first year playing, it was like I was sitting on the other side of the gate, and uh, me and my wife, and we were just watching. I'm like, man, what the, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> so uh, I had to, I had to get up a couple times. Like, man, that's not how you, that's not how you play football. <laughs> Put it that way. So I helped out some, and then I left that team. And there's other team. Uh, the coaches are good. So I just sit back in the car, and I wait for them to get out of practice. See, like I'm kid free. You know, so I don't know what it feels like to be a dad, but I feel like I'm going to be the dad on the sideline screaming, throwing my hat, maybe cursing out the other team's fans and stuff like that. Me too. You know, I just feel like that's it's in me. Maybe oh, I shouldn't go to any sense. I, I was. I was banned from two or three different parks. <laughs> Were you really? Oh, yeah. 
I never do that. Right. And are you running down the sideline with him? Well, you know, sometimes you'd have to disagree with the umpire yeah. a lot. You know, sometimes a you lot. didn't really care for the way the coach coached. So you you not only got it got into it with the rest, but you got it into it with your own coach, with your own or team. the other the coach from the other team. You know, it just depends. <laughs> Najee's a calm, cool, and collected guy, though. I'm so. a lot cooler and calmer now. Right. Yeah. Age has done that to you. Yeah, you just gotta learn. It's just not worth it, you know. I mean, how many parents, when you played soccer or even football, that thought their kid was the stud, was mm-hmm. the star, and the coach was misusing him or should have been playing him? He was better than this guy or anything else. Y- you were one of those, apparently. No, I, I really never <laughs> ever tried to ever say my kid was better. Although sometimes he was. I was gonna say, are you gonna say your kid sucked? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no. But you know, I, I try to give the coach the benefit of the doubt, and most coaches play the best players usually i would hope so and my my youngest son was on a team once where a guy became the coach of a team because he had a son that did not look like a shortstop he looked more like a center uh 200 pound center at like eight years old Mm. but he wanted his son to play shortstop i said well dude you know that's really good but your son's gonna get his head taken off because he's not able to move or was talented enough to play that position even these young kids hit the ball he had a pretty hard some of them so he mostly played stop he played, yeah, ouch. He played yeah. ouch. So, um, I, I said, look, at the end of the day, it's it's really cool hearing from these former guys and their kids are starting to play. And a couple of them are, you know, their kids are starting to get into high school and stuff, and they're actually pretty good. So. Well, well, Najee, I've seen the videos of, of Bryn on on YouTube and on social media. What what do you think of his game? He, he, he looks faster than Najee ever was. Uh, not yeah. that you were I mean, slow. I, he, he, I, was, I was talking to him this about this. Actually, last night, I think when I came up, we played like a lot of street football, and I didn't really get into like organized football until like late in high school, like my sophomore year. But a lot of the stuff that he's doing now, like I didn't really start doing into the league. And as you know, I come and I talk to him, I try to teach him stuff. But he goes and he makes, you know, he's like really elusive, he's big, he's fast. You got like a little social media following now. We we walking somewhere and they be like, "Hey, that's that kid, Brent." Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're Brent's dad. <laughs> you're Brent's dad. You're not, you need to get him an NIL deal and start making some money on him. You're, you're not Najee Davenport. You're Brent's yeah, dad. I'm Brent's dad. That's that's the crazy part. We had pulled up to a game and uh, these kids came uh, about like four or five of them. They wanted to take pictures and stuff. And I like, I like, okay, you know. Anyway, hey, Brent's dad, and blah blah blah. Get out of the way, right? We want a picture with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, so Nadia, for our was... listeners, how old is your son? He's nine. Uh, he's already got fans. That's how pretty. He got cool, fans right? with his social media following. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he, uh, he made a couple of big old big stories uh, with Footballville and R and R sports and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, it's youth football. You know what I mean? So you play because he love it, and then. When you stop loving it, that's when it's stop time. It's time to stop playing. So, well, hopefully, uh, Florida passes this uh, NIL deal for the high school kids, so Brink can go ahead and make some money because California. That's, that's just, on the table. Are you? Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. So, <laughs> so California actually uh, high schoolers can make money off their uh, name, image, and likeness, and a junior basketball player, Mikey something. I don't know. I just see him on social media sometimes. He just signed with a huge marketing company, and they said already he's going to make millions of dollars in high school just on marketing, and he's a 2023 basketball recruit. Unbelievable. 
Wow. Wow. Why even play in the league? Just make your money. Uh, make your money in in uh, high school sports, Najee, and then just retire. I mean, less on your body, but it's a different type of money, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's, it's different types of bills that you're going to be getting. High school, all right, right. cool. If you make if you make a million bucks, that's not you know generational you, you wealth. In, you live in the house with your mama. <laughs> that's, that's like no, you buy your mama a house. Your own house. Your mom, your house too small. I'm buying a big one. Yeah, I let you come by if you're lucky. Not with a million bucks. Not with a million. No, that's no. After taxes, you're left with what? 600000 yeah. and change? Yeah, no. Could buy a decent house. Especially if you, uh, where you live. No. Maybe not in California or nah. Miami. Nah, you ain't, you ain't yeah. buying nobody. You gotta live in rural North Carolina. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You get your you better mansion there. You get your big old house. Speaking of high school, so, you know, Najee, you came out of Miami Central, <clears throat> running back, beast. You know, why Miami? Why the U? You know, at the time, I believe it was James Jackson, Clinton Portis, some big time guys. Why did you decide to go to the U? EJ, EJ. Now, when I when I came out, when I when I went to the U, uh, I took a couple of visits different places. My I wasn't uh, I wasn't really I wasn't really like a football fan. I like to play. I wasn't really one, so just gonna watch it like constantly. So I took. I took a couple of trips. I had a couple of homeboys who played with me. We was gonna go different places like New Mexico, but then they kind of backed out at the end. I took a visit to Florida. Uh, well, no, took a visit to Tallahassee. I was supposed to take a visit to Florida, but uh, I think I just bought them and came down home, came to Miami. But when I got here, uh, we had, uh, what's his name? Trent Jones, Darren McMillan, yeah. EJ was a freshman. Uh, Carlos Jones, Carlos Joseph, Joseph, Nick Williams. Those are the five backs that was on the roster, and, and EJ and JJ. And then uh, Cosologer, I never forget. We were leaving the weight room, and this is when Miami had like the turf. Yep. And I seen him in uh in the little alleyway, and he came to me. He said, my, I had been knowing Kosai since I was like a sophomore, a freshman, a sophomore, because he came, him and my head coach at the time was friends, and he came to our banquet, and uh, my head coach introduced me to him. And he's like, hey, bro, <laughs> come here, bro. You're going to have to fucking compete, bro. You know, seeing that central bullshit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that kind of like, that kind of lit a fire out of me. So after that, it wasn't no... Like I was like, I'm gonna show you, and uh, so I I was I was hooked then. And when I got there, I never forget. I guess I came in with a lot of height, cause I was, I was rated pretty high. So I guess I came in with a lot of height. And uh, we had a 12 minute run, and I've been I've always been a sprinter. You know what I mean? So we run at one tens. I'm good. You want to jog around a, a square for 12 minutes? It ain't happening. <laughs> 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 we can run a twenty-one tens, and I'm I'm there. But you just jogging in place for like twelve minutes, and back then we had a I can't think of, I think his name was Dale, the strength coach, and it was like real, it was real simple, and but he wanted like a twelve-minute jog, and uh, shit was the worst, <laughs> shit was bad, man. <laughs> uh, but EJ, me and EJ race, and he caught me on a bad day. And he never let me live it down. <laughs> yeah, I did. We was like 10 minutes into a 12-minute jog. He, he came up, up 
he came next to me. And I thought, I thought you're supposed to be fast. <laughs> so uh, we raced like a minute and a half around a little square shit. But after that, we were good. But I think uh, when I came in, I chose it because of the competition, I guess. You know, competition builds you. You know, you can you got cats that go places that uh, that don't really got to compete. And if you don't got to compete, you ain't, you ain't going to grow. That's just... That makes sense to me. It makes sense to a lot of people that I, you know, I play with, that I work with. If you don't got nobody sharpening your your stone, your your sword, you ain't gonna grow. You ain't never gonna get better. Like competition fuels you. Uh, you can see like a lot of these guys that's in Alabama. You know what I mean? They get to the league and they kind of fizzle out. They don't got nobody to com- compete with in Alabama to know what competing on the next level is. So. They get the keys to the the car. They don't know how to drive. If that makes sense, I could be rambling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that make, that makes sense. It definitely made sense. So, uh, you know, you're. I don't think people realize you're a big back. You know, but you were known for your speed coming out. You know, as a kid, as in college, did you mold your game after any running back? Did you look up to running back and be like, I want to play like him at the next time, next level? I think that was my biggest mistake because my running back changed like every week. It literally changed every week. One minute it was Barry Sanders. The next minute it was James Stewart or Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence Phillips. Phillips, yeah. Uh, Bo Jackson. <laughs> and I used to get cussed out by Coach Side. I was going to think yeah, Donnie would have done that, yes. <laughs> Not Coach Saul. <laughs> yeah, because I used to cuss me out because I come around the corner and before I even before I even started getting to the man, I made about six different moves <laughs> like Barry Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> and then one time I come through there and when I get mad, I'm running real hard like Bull Jackson. But uh I think when I when I learned just that I went I was like in the category by myself, I just I played differently, you know what I mean? I was more, when I got to the league, I did a, I got drafted as a fullback. I played fullback in the league. Six days, maybe. I think my, maybe six, five and a half, six days, and then moved me to tail. And then uh, I think my style was just different. Like I had a, I had a quick, I was big, I had a, a quick first step and then I can take it the distance. So people people really didn't know how to, I won't say tackle me. They didn't know how to approach me when they came, when they did come to tackle me. You got a smaller back and it's shifty. You wanna, you know, you're gonna bring everything you got. So you wanna hit them, you wanna hit them good. You got a bigger back, you wanna pace yourself a little bit so you can get his legs. Uh but with me, I was a little shifty. And then I had a, you know, I was a big back and a little shifty with it. So a lot of people, a lot of times I made the first, first guy miss, and then I dragged the next two or three, and that'd be it. But my first, my first two or three years, I think I averaged like five, four and a half, five yards to carry. And uh, it was fine. But I never, I never, Every time I got an opportunity, like to like to, to carry the load, 
Got him! Pick on him now! Fucking Harry! Harry, you got him! As Susan came out, as Susan came out, you, oh, you started bro. reacting before it came out. Uh, you, you paused yourself on that one. Susan, is my time to dot the I. There you like go. I have a good game, and then uh, an injury come, like I broke my ankle. Uh, had like an eye thing. I broke my eye socket. You know, stuff like that. It's always kind of been my love, but it is what it is. Football is football for a reason. You know, you, you talk about injuries, and it was that, uh, what was it, that 99 season, Ohio State, first game of the year, Najee, where, where you, um, you, tore, you tore your knee and and we've had Coach Saul on the on the on the uh, show many times, uh, where he went up and down the sideline and said, "We just lost the national championship because we lost uh, Najee Davenport for the for the season. You were you were going to be sort of the two headed monster with um, with uh, James Jackson, but you know you 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 were an effective running back. I mean that previous year that UCLA game." With uh, backing up EJ that game, uh, you know, how is it dealing with those ups and downs? I think, uh, coast, coast, they, the, the, the 98 year or the 90, yeah, the 98 year we, uh, we backed up and UCLA game with EJ. And I had a, that whole year, I had like a great year, you know what I mean? Uh, I think I was, I was averaging like six yards of carry, the games I did play. And I think Kosai was impressed. Everybody was, you know, they saw my potential. EJ left, and uh, Nate coming in Ohio State game. Fucking JJ. <laughs> we was uh, Kosai pulled us aside. JJ, when you get James Jackson on the show, I should call him. We don't know pick up his phone. He never <laughs> picks it up. When you get JJ on the show, he never. <laughs> Hey, JJ did that whole screen training camp. JJ said, I got a hamstring issue. So he didn't practice. He, Clinton, and Jerry was the only three running backs, like the whole, the whole training camp. And uh, three days, three days before the spring game, he come in, you no know, fresh. Springy, you know, bouncy. Kosai said we won't have a you know competition. We'll have the best game. You guys gonna start? You gonna start? And my guy, a couple of nicks and bruises, but you know, big back. I do what I do. I was feeling myself. Uh, I'm having a great all season. I had a great all season. I had a great camp. He told me this news, and like it was a no brainer for me. Maybe 15 minutes before the scrimmage start, if that. JJ come out, hey, big boy, let's go warm up. I ain't no problem. I do the warm up with you. We ain't ran like a, maybe like an eight minute mile. Warming up. And we do. We getting the, uh, the scrimmage. I'm, just, I'm done. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my scrimmage is so horrible. I think I was I was at like three yards of carry almost. That's how I mean I was 
I just did like an eight minute mile fucking around with JJ. JJ come through there. He's stringy. He fast. He quick. He look explosive. And uh, out that I knew I was like this motherfucker got me. But that's what <laughs> JJ was though. Him and him and Clint kind of like the same. Him and Porter's kind of like the same. If you let them, they're gonna talk you out your game. So uh, that's how we went in Ohio State. I had a good game in Ohio State game too, but you know, first like the knee. I had the knee uh, injury. If I would have stayed healthy, I think I would have had like a, a Willis year. If I would stay healthy, I don't think uh, Clint would have had a year. Porters would have had a year he had. That year, he had a great year too. But I think I was just, I was on it. And then I got hurt. You know, so we've had a Y'all couple froze. of your former teammates on, on the show. And uh, we've had Y'all some. Suspenseful. Some... I think we got a little. Yeah, we got a, we got a, it got a little choppy, but we're good now. I think catching up. Yeah. So we had a a couple of your former teammates. You mentioned, you know, how Clinton is, how JJ is. I get you out of the game. Talk a little trash. Talk a lot of shit. Uh, we've had some fun hazing stories. You know, from D. Lou talking about two men in, one man out, one man out. You know, Clinton talked about the uh, Philip Buchanan taping incident, being left in the locker room. You know, you being a a highly touted running back, you know, did you have to face any hazing stories or do you have any good hazing stories back in the day? I think, uh, I don't know. I, I think I had came, I was working in the summer at the, at the dance studio. Was it, it was like Blake, Blake had got me a job down there asking phone calls at the, uh, I guess for, for selling tickets. So I used to come down every day, answer the phone, sell, I mean, call me phone calls to sell like uh, tickets to the football game. And I came in the locker room one day and uh, Rob Mack approached me and was like, uh, well, I can't wait to get, I can't wait to cut your hair. <laughs> I have I have my dreads. And I'm like, man, Coach David said, I don't got to cut my hair. And Rob Mack said, Coach David's going to run shit in this locker room. <laughs> I said, okay, it's going to be like that. Uh, fast forward a couple months, I'm on campus full time, and uh, I had met this girl. So I'm in the I'm in the locker room talking on the phone, talking to the girl. And the unwritten rule was no freshmen on the phone, no freshmen on the couch, no freshmen on the phone. Mm, not uh, even the phone. Damn. I've been there by myself like my good. Yeah, we couldn't use the phone as a freshman. We couldn't use the phone. Or we couldn't sit on the couch. So I'm on the phone and uh these stars come by. Was it these stars? Yeah, these stars come by. And uh he speak whatever who goes to the locker room. Then Rod comes through and just hang the phone up. Like uh pressure get off the phone. And I'm from Miami. I I'm built a little differently. And uh as soon as I jump up, I mean, as soon as I kind of like, you know, hey, these starts coming. Hey, let me use the phone real quick. So he's, he get on the phone and he start talking. So I said that the little, y'all, I don't think y'all got to see this beat. They by the phone, they used to have these little wood boxes that was green that people had to sit on. So I sat on, I sat there and practice about to start. These starts still on the phone. I'm just waiting. I'm just at this point, I'm just boiling hot now because he hung the phone up. 
I'm either boiling hot, boiling hot. He starts hanging the phone up, and then uh, I get back on and call the girl back. And then it's, I don't know if it was Rod Mack or Mike Smith. They came back and they hung the phone again. They hung up the phone again. It's like one of the old rotary phones. You turn, I mean, you hit the button and then you got this. It's <laughs> no an <cell> old phone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it wasn't no cell. It was an old, old phone. Uh, they hung the phone up again. So I snatched the phone on the wall and mm. threw it across the locker room. And by the time the phone hit the lock, hit the floor, I had a couple of juniors and seniors in my face. And uh, to give you a little bit more uh, pretense, we used to have these, uh, these clicks, like Deuce 1 and 2G. I don't know if you've heard of those before. Yep. So yep. my whole, the locker room was full of Deuce 1 cats. You know what I mean? I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, we about to get it. We about to get that. We about to beat their ass now. Uh, and one by one, I see them walking out of the locker room. I'll never forget, man. I looked out the corner of my eye. I see Reggie, uh, Reed, Tanner, and even fucking Dan. All of them put their head down and mm. start walking out of the locker room. And I think uh I think they went and got Coach Chud and Coach Chud came down to kind of break up the fight. But it was gonna be me. You know how you get that one tear? I got that one tear on my eye, like, you no, know, that was my superpower. Played <laughs> <laughs> with Mike Smith, uh Rod Mack, Damon Neely, there was another Mike Lawson, like all D linemen. So uh, they was all they wanted to jump me, whatnot. Uh, we go out to practice, and I was running the scout team. At this, you know, this time we had uh, it was it was me. Was it Kenny Kelly? Kenny Kelly and Ed Reed was on scout team. Tanner Man had just went over, and uh, they was letting them play. Reggie was playing, and Dan was playing, and uh, we I had like a little swing route, and Kenny threw the slant. And Rod Matt came out of nowhere and just hit me. Mm. Told my don't touch the phone again. You know, dumb stuff like that. <laughs> I said, all right, okay. Okay. You ran it, a scout team that gives you little cards. You know what I mean? Uh who I um, uh Mario Cristobal. Y'all know y'all remember Mario? Of course. Of course. Mario was the uh the the GA, the general assistant. So he was flipping the cards and shit. I said, I said, hey, hey, Mario, give me a run. Give me a run, Mario. So he flipped it to a run, and I ran through that whole damn defense. I, I mean, I was just blowing my shoulder on him. And for, like, the next, the next like, three games, every time we had a scout team, I was just trying to run somebody over. And uh, Rod came to me, like, about three, four weeks later. All right, big boy, we done. <laughs> you can talk done, on the phone boy. now, right? <laughs> Yeah, we done. Oh man, but not really hazing wise. I mean, I cut my eyebrows. Me personally, I shaved some eyebrows, uh, but that's it. But that was that was you gaining respect, right, Najee? I mean that that's how you got respect of the older guys, and, and it was also that competition that you yeah. talked about earlier that just made you better. Because now, now you look at kids, and uh, if someone did that to them now, you'd probably get someone transferring or calling their mom or, or, or going to the coach. Oh, they don't. Yeah, oh. they don't. <laughs> they, this day and age, they don't. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's twofold because uh, when, you, when you look at it, a lot of things that we had to endure back then, we just had to do it, you know? 
and uh, we really have no avenues to just hit the transfer portal. Uh, the information wasn't there. But now that you have like the information, like the coaches and the, the school don't really have as much power over you, you can, you, can, you can be spoiled. It doesn't build a character that you need to take you to the next level, but you definitely can be spoiled for like right now. But <clears throat> that's just my opinion. I ain't nobody though. You were in a packed lock. You were in a packed running backs room. It, you you got moved to fullback. You took one for the team, uh, getting moved to fullback. Did you ever think of transferring? I mean, you, you you got all those guys in that locker room over over your career. Did you did you ever think you know what maybe maybe I do have to go elsewhere to get some more playing time? I don't want to be fullback. No, <clears throat> I I did it for coach side. I did it for coach side uh, moving a fullback, and I never really thought about it like that. Always kind of like trusting in my talent. Uh, the one issue I did have was when I was, uh, we had a conversation. Uh, it was me, I had the Coach Davis left. Uh, Coach Davis and Coach Side brought it to me, the fullback thing. I'm like, okay, no problem. I talked to Alonzo about it, and, you know, everybody made me feel good about it, whatnot. I know they, and then, uh, that that's my senior year with the fullback stuff. Uh, coach Davis left. You know, Coach Coke was head coach, and Chell was OC. Now, me and Chell had a conversation. Well, me, Chell, Coach Coker, and Coach Side was like, "Okay, well, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get you a cup. We're gonna get you. I want to say like, I think they said like seven to eight touches a game. Touches to be dives or passes, something like that." All right, cool. You give me an opportunity. All right, touch the ball, no problem. Uh, the first game came by. I think I got like two, but we were blowing them out. You know what I mean? I'm talking about. I think we, I think we played Penn State. Yeah. Somebody we blew out. Uh, I think I had like two or three touches, and then the next week I had like two or three touches. Then the third week I ain't have none, and then. Uh, my my shit, man. My memory may be off on this one, but I know before the Florida State game, you know, I kind of went in and everybody was sitting at the table, and I was like, "This this is a Florida State game that I called my uh, so I think it was my junior year, then what my senior year. This is a Florida State game that I called a little fullback flat. First I mean, touchdown. fullback scene route. Yeah, first touchdown. That week, I went I went inside the meeting, the office office meeting room. And everybody was sitting at the table, Coach Side, Coach Keogh, Chuck, Coach Coker. Uh, we had a new, I think his name was Dan. It was quarterback coach. No, nah. Was it Dan? Dan, Dan Warner? Warner? I can't think of the quarterback coach. Everybody was sitting in there. Yeah, Dan Warner. I think it was Dan. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I may be mistaken. And I kind of like, uh, CJ was there. And I kind of like asked him, like, what's up? You know, you, we had this conversation before the season. You know, I was told X, Y, Z. Right now, I'm getting just Z. Everybody ain't got a family to feed. I want to feed my family. You know, you know what's up? And I think Coach Coker said some words. Chuck said some words. 
CJ said some words. So I coached a little bit because he knew where I was going, where I was coming from. And he probably had already voiced his opinion about me to them about what you told me you was going to do if you're not doing it. And uh, so after that, in Florida State, I got the, I got the, the, the touches. And uh, everything in my history after that. I left it alone. And uh, he's always been like a team guy. So, you know, we won. And you say, if the team win, you win. And I fell into that. You know, I believe that wholeheartedly. But what I know now, <laughs> you get you, you you get yours first. <laughs> <laughs> that, that goes about so, everything yeah, in team life, doesn't win, it? Don't everybody win. <laughs> no, but it, and, and Najee, they, they had – you know, they had to appease someone else at that time, right, in the backfield because you had a, a highly touted freshman coming in that was whether he's on defense or offense and D.J. Williams. And in that FSU game, they put him in at fullback uh, and I think even scored a touchdown uh, from that position. Yeah. Was that where this was coming from? They were trying to – or what you think, they're trying to kind of keep D.J. happy because there were issues there. Oh, that, that- yeah, that was that was the big that was one of the things they used to say after DJ had that whole uh John Madden, he can go straight to the league now comment. Right. That's kinda that's kinda one of the things that they used to fool around in the locker room. But uh <clears throat> nah, I don't I don't think so. I just think Chell was just doing his offense and his offense wasn't really for a fullback. But he had to, you know, do his offense based on what Coach Coker uh, is pro style running. Because Coach Coker came from that uh, that pro formation following Coach Davis. And he had the, the Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas that he coached back in the day. So I think that's where that came from. But, yeah, it's history. I, but Harry, I don't know if you uh, – what I was going to ask is, you know, you, you you win a national championship, um, you get to the league, you get drafted as a as a fullback by the Packers. Like you said, you were a fullback for about six days. Uh, you had a you know you played with some some talent there in Green Bay. What was that like? What was that like playing with with the quarterback you played with um, and in great in Green Bay generally, kind of a small town. Everything about Green Bay is the Packers. Everything. <laughs> you are uh, in Green Bay is like a you stand out if you especially if you you black and you had like a nice sized car or a big car or a truck or something. You automatically play football. Uh, I remember my cousins coming up. And they would drive my car around. They swore he was done with driver. Why you ain't practice? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But being a being in a small market like that, there's a lot of opportunity for you. Uh, for instance, like they gave us free cars, and you come do an autograph signing. Like to this day, they'll call you. Hey, can you come back for alumni weekend? We'll pay you four thousand dollars to sign for autographs for a couple of hours, stuff like that. I think the market is good. You know, being that it's the only thing in Green Bay to do. Uh, every place has its, its downsides, though. We had uh, losing seasons or, or a bad season. 
then you really you really get the drunkards. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once they get drunk, man, it's anything like will come out of their mouth, you know. But uh if you win and it's all good, if you lose and you're gonna get called some shit that you don't want <laughs> you'd be fighting any other place with, you know. Uh but that's they just love their team. And I think the the city is cool. The city loves the team. I think sometimes the organization was ran a little, a little harshly, but they come with leadership and management. Uh, considering, I don't know what they did in the early '90s that made them feel that they had to be a lot stricter on the players in the the 2000s. I think you know from the stories that you know they. Brett used to tell us they was some wild boys in the nineties. And uh so the new regime came in and and the two thousand team and stuff like that, it was a lot stricter. So uh it was a lot stricter. Uh but it was cool. It was what was it like it being fun. with Favre in the in the huddle, uh Najee? What 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 is he like? Oh, he a- was yeah, he was cool. He was real, real laid back. It was really like a game. You know, some places it's like a business. You know, everything is ran like a business and you got to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. With Brett, he was he was real laid back. Like, I'm talking about, like, laid back, laid back. Like, nothing didn't phase them. 10 people coming, 20 people coming, 4th and 30. And he was just like, hey, let's, let's just go out there and have fun. Uh, quick story. My my rookie year, my I the whole big thing was like you know, making a fifty three, making a fifty three. And my roommate at the time was a dude named Tony Fisher, and he was an undrafted free agent. And uh, like sometimes at night I couldn't sleep because you know how if you bonking with somebody and they nervous, you nervous, or they energy, <laughs> they you you feed off their energy. So he used to be like nervous and worried that he's going to get cut. So I'm nervous and worried I'm going to get cut, even though I was drafted. <laughs> and uh, you know, we made our, we made a 53. They cut two veteran running backs with me and Fish. And uh, we had our first game in Detroit. And we all happy because I played, Fish played. The dude that they had in front of me at the time, he played like six snaps. And then they took him out, put me in. I had like maybe 80, 80 yards, 90 yards, and like seven, seven, seven carries or something like that. And we come back to practice that that next week. And you know, I'm excited. Fish happy. He played, he made the team. Uh the dude name was Rondell Mealy. And uh he took the clothes off, put on his practice stuff, and then Red came, uh Red McKenzie. I think he he might be the GM for the Raiders, or he was the GM for the Raiders. Uh Red came asking me and got him then he came back he had a couple of tears in his eyes and i never forget uh ag among green asking what's wrong with you he said they just cut me and me and fish <laughs> me and fish looked at each other we can still get cut <laughs> uh, that, so, gr- yeah. that grim reaper comes at any time boy uh, and they made they made the right they made it uh they made it so you know you walk on eggshells a lot. You didn't want to mess up. They used to walk people like free agents through the locker room 
like every Tuesday, and then talk about those the people that's gonna come replace you type stuff if you mess up. So they they ran it a little differently, but you know it's it's an experience for you. You know it, it teach you different different type of structures. You know when I went to uh, Pittsburgh, that locker room was completely different. Like I fell in love with Pittsburgh because it was it was more like they treat you like an adult. You know. You didn't really have like rules. You treat like a man, you know, you behave like a man. Ain't no really no curfews and stuff like that. You know, you got a job to do, so do it. Yeah, your internet is horrible, man. I don't know if it's yours or ours. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with R. Nah. We're just gonna take the blame. We're, we'll take the blame on this one. We ain't gonna just blame you. Put the you. load on me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Just put it on him, Brian. Hey, hey, that's all you. That's all you. I don't know what y'all gonna work out after the show's over, but that's on you too. <laughs> but y'all work out after the show's over. <laughs> Oh man! I gotta ask you a question. Oh, sure. Go for it. Growing up in South Florida, going to Green Bay, winter time. Mm. How'd you like that? That's crazy. When I, when I got there in April, it wasn't snowing. My first year, I remember this. Uh, it wasn't snowing, and you might, might we all got Cadillac Escalades from uh, from Williamson. So my car was up there. I'm feeling good. I fly back home. I come back in May, and it had been snowing for like the last week straight. <laughs> so it's cold as shit. I'm cold as shit. I don't got no type of jacket or nothing. I got my hands in my shirt in the car. So I'm like this scraping the windshield so I can see. And it, I don't know, it felt like it was 20 degrees, maybe a little lower. But I did that for like 30 minutes. And by the time I got in the car, my hand was stuck like this. My head to heel, trying to scrape like this much of a window to drive home. But uh, I mean, like I've, I've seen snow before, but I never had to be like, take care of myself in snow. Uh, I had to call Pep, our trainer, one time to uh, come shovel me out. You know what I mean? Like in my garage, I had been driving over the snow. Like I never shoveled it. I had just kept driving over, pull into the garage, pull out, drive over. But like maybe like a month, and it was like frozen. <laughs> it was frozen. <laughs> and uh, I called Pep and he came, he had a snow pile and he came and uh, he got me out. It was a, uh, it was weird. That first year after that, I was used to it. Uh, drinking hot, hot, uh, hot apple juice, apple cider, chicken broth on the sideline. The uh, <laughs> one thing uh, we was playing uh, the Falcons in the kickoff in the playoff game, and they had Vic. I think Vic was having a good year. And uh, we call him Chili. What's Chili's real name? Gilbert Brown. Uh, Chili was like, I ain't using no code in the dome. We going out there with no sleeves. I didn't know like D-line and the defense, they were like Vaseline 
on their arms and legs so they can go out there with no sleeves on. My dumb ass is out there freezing. <laughs> <laughs> the things they my, don't tell you, right? My hair on my arm. Yeah, that's the shit they don't tell you. The hair on my arm kept on pricking you. You know, like get your hair, you get, it sticks up because it's frozen. And like, damn, the fuck stuck me. You know what I mean? Damn hair. So that that lasted over halftime. I went back inside, got me a, a the, the long the long sleeve stuff, but it was cool, man. It was it was definitely an experience. You would actually have chicken broth on the sideline. Oh yeah, good too. Got here in the in the little thermostat container, <laughs> or they used to have like the big uh the cooler with chicken broth. You go hit it and drink it, and it go through your body. You feel like a little warmer. What? It tastes what? good. You learned like something new today, guys. That's a Three first. Minutes and you're cold again. So instead of Gatorade, yeah. the Green Bay Packers uh, drink chicken broth. Chicken broth? Yeah. Yeah, chicken broth is good. <laughs> I guess that's why everybody's fat in Wisconsin. When it, when it, listen, when it's negative 10 degrees, you ain't drinking no Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't drinking no Gatorade. You drinking apple juice or chicken broth. I'll legit do almost anything to stay warm when it's that cold. That's you tell me what to do, I got you. That's crazy. Vaseline? Ah, this looks yeah, a little so weird. I'm, uh, I'm hey, man, it's been a pleasure. Y'all froze again. Harry, we got we to gotta get an internet fix, man. Yeah, yeah we've been there for 40 years. I, I, I get really got no good internet. We 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 gotta we gotta make him uh pay the bills, but I know yeah. you I know you gotta run you gotta go do take your son and stuff like that. We want to say we appreciate your time, great stories. Hope we can get you back on another time, you know, and have yourself a go. And hope your son kills it again today. I'm glad y'all started it back up, man. We need thanks, yeah, Nigel. I appreciate it. Thanks, I'm glad y'all started it back up. Yeah, uh, man, we and, and we'll we'll get the bills paid and we'll get you chicken broth next time. <laughs> All right. Listen, no, I need some gear, Harry. Well, come on down. I need some gear, man. I like that jersey in the back. I am. <laughs> I've been a- I've been asking Harry for gear for like a couple weeks, but you know, I'm not I'm not sponsored y'all in my in my NIL likeness yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Black black punters can't get started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that real quick before I have to leave. How was that? What's that? How was being how was the punter? The being punter. Uh, you know, it was cool. It was cool I, or what? I think it was cool. I, you know, I think it's like any anything else. With, as a freshman, you kind of have to find your way in how you're gonna, you know, earn the respect of the older guys. And I feel like yeah. I, I earned my respect faster because I played as a true freshman. And then I sat on the bench. I mean, I sat on the bus in between Sean, uh, Antrell, DJ, Vilma, Vince, and John Square. So. I kind of got, yeah. you know, the conversations. Square, yeah, man. Hey, listen, I, I, Square saved my life because as a freshman, we didn't have seats. So I'm on the bus like, oh, man, yeah. I don't want to sit in the wrong person's seat and get cussed out. And Square looks at me, and, you know, he could tell I'm a deer in the headlights. And he goes, all right, Rook, you can come sit with me. And he saved me. So right. Square's my dog for life just because of that. But yeah, it was it was definitely yeah, good times. Square, just square, just square, like just, that was like six, five, hundred and twenty pounds. Man, <laughs> for a D lineman, he was a little skinny. Oh no, he was he was real skinny for a D lineman. 
And I was yeah. like, man, where'd you come yeah. from, Texas? He's like 120 pounds for a long time. For sure. Texas. <laughs> hey, I got a, uh, who was it? It was, we had Ortez. We had, uh, oh, I want to call his name. I want to say Andy. Andy Crosland? What was Andy Crosby? Crosland. 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 Crosland, yeah, yeah. Your years, I believe, was uh, Andy Crosland and uh, Freddie Crosland Cashaw. was Andy was the kicker. He he actually did both kicking and punting at one point. Um, and then we had Capshaw, yeah. so Capshaw Severs. Yeah, Freddie and Freddie and Todd was like my junior senior. Yeah, but we had Andy was a punter or a kicker, and we had somebody else. And uh, George Gaetan, George right? Gaetan, that's who you're talking about. George, yeah, George, George Gaetan. They came out to practice and they did like a special team practice and then they went back inside and ordered a pizza. Yep, and why did it start raining? Oh, and everybody came in the locker room and George and Eddie was sitting on the couch with a pizza watching TV. Oh, that shit was so funny. Coach Davis blew one. Oh man, that shit was so funny. And after that, they could come in. They had to stay outside the whole time because <laughs> they got caught eating pizza and shit in the locker room doing practice. Didn't George have a run in? Didn't George have a run in with uh, Nate uh, Najee? Nate Nate Brooks. Nate Webster. Nate hit George in the head with an orange. Oh. No. Oh Nate, Brooks. Nate Webster too, but I think Nate Brooks. It started with Nate Brooks. It started with Nate Brooks, and then it, it, you know Junior finished it. <laughs> but it started with Nate Brooks, though. And it was funny; they were about the same size, height wise. George had him by a good 30, 40 pounds. <laughs> but it, it started with Nate Brooks. <laughs> oh man, that's that's some good memories right now. Good times, good lives. Special teams, right. baby. We got to hold it down. We appreciate the memories you gave us, Najee. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right, bro. Have a good one. Take care. Take man. it easy. Yeah, I don't think people understand. Like, you know, time flies. Young guys don't remember. You know, the kids nowadays don't remember. But Najee was a freak at running back at his size yeah, his oh, and yeah, his speed. You were like, and and I remember the funniest thing is when I came in. You know, we were talking about like the weight room numbers and like freaks and stuff like that. And if you if you know fans remember Najee when you looked at him. He almost looked like he had a little bit of a belly, right, in his uniform. And then all of a sudden he would laugh, and it would just be ta 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 like an eight-pack. <laughs> and you're like, what the, where did that? I mean, he was a freak when it freak. comes to, like, a running back. You just didn't have that. He was he was doing kickoff returns. We didn't yeah. talk about it, but he was, kick, he was doing kickoff returns in college, but also in, in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, up until his last season uh, with the Colts, he was doing kickoffs. I mean, he was... He's a freak. He, he, you know, injuries definitely, definitely derailed him, him. Yeah, 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 both in college and in the NFL. Um, and, and you know, he took one for the team going to fullback because he he should have easily been a starting running back. Oh. There was no no doubt about that. Uh, but but uh, he's an unsung sort of guy. For uh, sure, he doesn't get enough credit. I don't think. Um, you know, even if you think about like sports hall of fame, he should be in the UM Sports Hall of Fame as a fullback. I mean. Name me a better fullback than Najee Davenport over the history, except for maybe like a, 
a Nick Lucci who, who's an unsung type of guy. But at fullback, we ain't we we don't have a better fullback than Najee Davenport in the history of this school. I'm trying to think of fullbacks. I, don't know. I mean, now you don't have fullbacks. I'm about to say I can only name, I can name our two fullbacks when fullback, I was there. Don't we? But do they never use a fullback, or they don't use yeah. very often? Do we have a fullback? I mean, on this team I mean we spread? had like we had like Pat Hill a couple years b- back. We had some guy that that we were that Coach Rick I think recruited in his last year yeah. as a fullback. Pops. Yeah, what was his? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I forgot his name, but he's he's playing defensive tackle in Missouri now. Okay, well there yeah. you go. See, he's not a fullback anymore. Because no, there's no fullbacks anymore. That's yeah. not the offense that we who, run. Who, who's running pro style? I mean, it's literally say spread them out, see what you can do, get yeah. a, get an extra man out of the box, and we're gonna have a running quarterback. So if something breaks down, boom, gone. Yeah, no, you're not getting mismatches with a with a fullback. God, anymore. imagine. I like when we use the fullback. They talked about DJ and, and Najee both, where they t- drop that guy kind of out. Hit him right down oh, the yeah, middle, yeah, and he yeah. was wide open usually, oh. you know. And it was really something that you almost like to see more often, but it just wasn't used very much. Uh, and you look that that play he talked about the, the first touchdown against FSU. I mean, I, I know a little bit more about that play. That play, they planned that all week based on the way FSU was running their defense. They knew all week that was going to be wide open, and they hit it on on the first drive uh, and. and you know, having a guy, because then you think about fullbacks, big guys, slow guys. You have right. Najee at, you know, 6'4", running a 4'3", four, 4'4". Four, four. That's a mismatch every time. And he said he, he had that, that burst of speed, and that's what he showed. So yeah. that was what made him special at his size. Yeah, I mean, you say normally it's a big dude. All right, cool. I'm just going to take out his knees, and we're good to go. But then he gives you that one little hint, uh, you know, hint Barry of a move. Sanders move. Yeah, but like you said, I used to hit four moves before I even got to the line of scrimmage. I guarantee you Coach Saul used to rip him for that. I mean, four moves before you get the line of scrimmage? But you know what? That's what happens when you're kids, right? You try to emulate, you know, like the guy that you want to be. So you're doing the shuffles, you're doing the moves, and all of a sudden your coach is on you like, hit the hole, damn it, let's go. And we know Coach Saul. He's got some very choice words for you if you don't do anything right. Yeah. One of these days we got to get like Coach Saul on with one of these running backs. So all of a sudden he just pops in and says, "What do you mean?" <laughs> we just need to get Coach Saul on. Uh, I mean, Coach Saul I mean, would be great. He's one. Of, uh, we've had him many times, and he's, he's just—he truly is one of the great. I think if we had, I'm thinking of like guys that live down here. If we had Q come on, and then Coach Saul just walk in, because Coach Saul has ripped Q. Q. Bad in the media. Me too. Me too. Me too. For those that don't know, Q's Quadrant Hill. Quadrant Hill, my bad. You didn't like to be called Q, right? Why? He he told us later. He when I when we you're you're absolutely right, Harry, because <laughs> we've called him Q in the past, and and yeah, when we first got him on, like the first time on the show, and he told us no, not call me Q. Oh great, I'm calling him Q. Okay, well you can be like that writer that pissed Dion off. Yeah, what an idiot though. Like, <laughs> well you just did it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, it's, the, it's okay. Give me an example. Dion is an elder. Dion is older than that reporter. The reporter was a kid, and Dion is a coach. And if he says, "Don't call me Dion, call me Coach," you call him Coach. But Q's my age. No, no, I a hundred percent agree. You don't go back, and then once he asks you that, you then do the exact opposite. I mean, I, I, t- I would have walked out it's to a, him. It's a, no, I hundred percent agree with you. I think it's a matter of respect. I mean, there's these guys. I don't call. I, I see Coach Mark out, Greg Mark. I don't call him Greg. I no. still call him Coach. I, I, you Me know, too. It's out of, it, and especially you, you were a player. You're not going to now go up to – you're not going to call Coach Saad, hey, hey, Don. No. You, you'd probably get punched in the face if you called him Coach. Hey, coach Saad, what's up, bro? <laughs> it's always going to be Coach. I yeah. mean, I mean, I, all the guys that I still see around here, or even if you're at some type of an event or a game or whatever, and you see Coach, you're just like, oh, what's up, Coach? It's a matter of respect. It's a matter of respect. You don't call your doctor by your friend. And I'm not saying a doctor and a coach is the same thing, 
but you don't call your doctor by air. What I was thinking with this kid is, I think his name was Nick. If I went up to him and called him, hey, Nicky, he'd probably say, I'm sorry, my name's Nick, not Nicky. What if I went back to him and said, oh, okay, Nicky. Yeah, and then He'd you know be what pissed that, off. You know what that means? Fighting words. What's up? Yeah. What's up, Nikki? Mean, Let me that, see what you got. That, then. Mean, that means I don't respect you at all. You don't respect him at all. He can make the mistake the first time. But if the dude Fine. corrects you and but says, if, "Call me this," uh, don't call him that. No. Do you know what we're talking about? Do you have the internet, Harry? <laughs> You're looking like you have like a puzzled face. Like you don't know what we're talking about right here. To you. Well, based uh, on our connection today, you may we not can have get some pigeons to like carry your story. Let me defend. We've had. This was our 15th, I think, guest. Something like that. And we've never really had a problem before. Yeah, it's so, been spotty at times, but but this was but, definitely the worst experience. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, maybe it's not me. I don't know. No. I think it was no, us, no. but that's all right. <laughs> but anyway. We're going to take the blame. I'm picking up on what you said. I, I, I'm smart enough to figure it out. He was told not to say it, and he said it. And the guy should have got popped. Hey, what, what Dion said was, it was like an interview, and what Dion said, the guy says, hey, Dion. And actually, Dion before goes, let's go to Nick. He's a good guy. So then this guy goes. That's what he's saying? Yeah. If oh, you go, he goes, man. hey, I want to get Nick next. And he gave the four to the guy. And then uh. the guy goes, hey, Dion. And the, Dion goes, wait, 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 wait. You wouldn't call Nick Saban Nick. You would call him coach. You call me coach. You don't call me Dion. And he, and he did it with a smile at the end. And he said, cool. And then the guy goes, okay, Dion. And then Dion just gets up and walks out. Walks out. I I'm on Dion's side Hell or yeah. coach's side. Excuse me, coach, I'm on oh, coach's yeah. side. Co- coach's side. I, I would be on. Co- I mean, listen, yeah. you uh, cool. You make the mistakes. We all make mistakes. No problem. Especially in journalism, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna fudge some things up. Oh, but yeah. if somebody corrects you, cool. No well, problem. Are, My mistake. Like, hey, Harold. <laughs> I'm Harry. Well, is that just a nickname? No, no, I was born Harry. Okay, so. That's what I am. Call me Harry. Call me Harry, right. And it's, that's now, the if way I call be. you Harold, what are you going to do? You ignore you. you. You'd ignore me. No. You wouldn't even answer? Who? What? Huh? Oh, <laughs> yes. Now I know what to call him. <laughs> Harold! <laughs> oh, shoot. Now I loaded the gun again. Harold! <laughs> oh, he loaded the gun again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, you know what? On that note, I got to get out of here. I don't know what these two got to take oh. care of. You know what I'm saying? But oh. I got to get out of here. All right, Canes fans, appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope everybody has a good week and weekend. You too. Stay out of trouble. Have a good weekend. No more silliness going on here. <laughs> Take care. Thank we you out. Guys, man.